a straw hat. In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's selling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing All Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is Duel Master Enthusiast and Beyblade Champion, Matt. Did, didn't you already use both of those? No. I have done uh, Digimon Master, uh, Netrunner Connoisseur, uh, Confident Tree Dweller. This is the first time I've, I've combined two things. And I wonder how many people remember Duel Masters. <laughs> Or if I'm aging myself. Well, Duel Masters. Uh, oh, not just the the, Yu- the Yu-Gi-Oh-ing. Okay. No, also no, no, no. Dual not Masters. Dual Monsters. Not Dual, Dual Monsters. Dual Master. <laughs> that was a different card game in the early 2000s. <laughs> and it got rebooted as Kaijudo. And and I'm just gonna start. We're that's just gonna be a whole other podcast. <laughs> Well, uh, welcome to our like high judo fan cast. Yeah, welcome to the kai- <laughs> welcome to like the dead card game fan cast. I have enough of them in my closet to build a raft out of. The, but the, this that's podcast not a joke. is not about that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's sadly not a joke. What is this podcast about, Matt? Oh, this podcast. Well, this is a podcast where somehow, despite having like seen hundreds of animes and read a bunch of manga, I've managed to stay away from One Piece somehow. Uh, just didn't have the interest i tried to get into uh the anime a couple times both english dub and japanese sub uh and just never never could get into it so xander here is now forcing me to actually read it uh the manga and get into it that way and we have officially passed like 99 percent of what i know about one piece there's we're we are sailing into unknown territory yes I'm so excited we're currently uh for those of you who somehow just are jumping in now welcome uh go back to episode one please but welcome uh we're in the we're at the end of the barati arc which the beginning of the barati arc is about the furthest i got watching the subbed anime uh i'm aware of uh of Tony, 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 and uh, spoilers. Um, no, you don't spoil that. I have to. I actually have to censor that, Matt. Okay. I have to in case if someone is spoilers. coming along. Yes, but that's okay. too much. Okay. <laughs> that's a really big one. But basically, I know. I know about a few of the the characters who will be coming around. I know some of what they do, but not really very much. Uh, importantly, I don't know any idea of what this Arlong Park thing coming up is. Oh man, I'm everyone... so hyped for it. This this is like the thing I apparently like need to know about, and I'm like, so is it like a, a safari park or something? Like, I my guess was it was this uh this character. It was like this island, mm-hmm. the island where this character called Crocodile I'd heard about shows up, but apparently <laughs> that's wrong. So. Oh, oh, you are, you are, you are like a hundred something chapters off. Yeah. I, I apparently thought, didn't realize that One Piece was um, long enough that it could just have that many islands and arcs. Yeah, so. yeah, One Piece is very long and I'm so excited. Yeah, as of recording, we're on chapter like 1000 something. 
Yeah, Matt knows very little about One Piece except for what I have, me and like other friends have kind of said around him. He has no context for most of those things, which I'm so glad for now, because <laughs> now you get to experience. I'm so hyped. Uh, let's just let's just jump into it. What chapter are we starting on, and which one are we ending in this episode, Matt? Chapters sixty-one to sixty-eight. Yeah. So this is a um, shorter block of of chapters than the previous two episodes. We've done Barati over three episodes. Uh, this is a shorter block, and this is probably going to be a very short thing, simply because it's it's easier to describe fighting chapters as everyone was kung fu fighting. Everyone okay. was kung fu fight. Oh, I, I don't want to get copyright strike. Oh, <laughs> Even no, that I doesn't think it's the original here. work. If you do that, I think it's the original oh, yeah, yeah, work. Yeah. You're saying it. Yeah, it's original. Everybody was uh, Devil Fruit fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Devil Fruits are a myth. I don't know. L- Luffy's going to be like the only one with one, right? Like there's there'll be like maybe one or two other people. So before before you start telling us um, this, the show, right, for those who don't know, uh, our format is Matt tells us about the chapters he read poorly. And then we kind of go over them and talk about reaction like <laughs> reaction. Sorry. Uh, we go over the chapters he read. Uh, he tells me what happened in these chapters as best as he can. And he always does an amazing job. Uh, and then afterwards, we talk about uh, the hi- like highlight certain scenes, kind of give more so Matt's reactions as I suppress a lot of mine, because a lot of mine are more so pointing at things that <laughs> will spoil stuff and our Xander general thoughts and to stuff. Make sure I, uh, I paid attention to certain things that will that these are mystery tools that we'll use later. Yes, yes. And one of the mystery tools, and I want to bring this up before we start, is at the beginning of chapter 61, the cover art for the, the chapter. Mm-hmm. There are walking squids doing farm work. See, I just ignored all the chapter covers that weren't about Lionel Richie and his pirate crew. I got very, <laughs> I got very invested in that storyline, probably more than the actual like Barati storyline, really. Uh <laughs> I I kid oh, no. I, it I I kid but also like kind of not, not really. <laughs> I mean Lionel Richie's the best character. Okay, he deserves better. I don't know why he's become this podcast like internal meme, but he has, and we're just rolling with it. It's the uh, best best character, so, underrated. But let's let's start. Let's kick off the fight. Oh yeah, so this is like seven chapters of fighting. Uh. Chapter chapter 61, we start where we left last left off is we have two fights going on. We have Sanji versus Gin, uh, the uh, lieutenant or first mate or whatever of Krieg's pirates. And we have Luffy versus Krieg, and they're battling for control of the floating restaurant Barati. And uh, at the end of chapter 60 uh gin has uh sanji pinned down with these like steel tonfas and we actually have over the first three pages this pretty impressive like frame by frame uh sequence of uh sanji slipping out getting a hit in uh and then gin counterattacking, and then they get ready to clash again and then we flip over to uh krieg uh, shooting stakes uh, from his cannon at Luffy, and he actually like strikes a, a hit on Luffy's leg, which hurts. We go back to get in Sanji, and it actually repeats that earlier sequence, basically in reverse, get ending it with Gin back on top of uh, Sanji. 
Uh, but during this whole sequence, Gin is crying the whole time about how he still can't finish off, even though he has the advantage, he still can't finish off Sanji because of the earlier kindness. And I thought hey, that he was, fed him. I thought that was yeah. I thought that was really well done, very well drawn. Like it, for those who've, who've heard my criticisms of some of the previous chapter fights, and we'll kind of also get into that later. Uh, I thought that was a, a very well done um, fight sequence compared to like what else we've seen in One Piece. Uh, and over time, we've gotten a lot more of these uh, pretty high quality uh, fight uh, fight panelings. Mo- moving on, uh, after we get our uh, our chapter cover of the adventures of Richie's pirate crew, Krieg uh, has decided that for Gin's insubordination, he's going to kill everyone with a poison uh, gas bomb. Which means we get sad Gin backstory. Of course. But it was like one panel this time. It was like one panel this time. It was like nothing. I was like, oh no, here's going to be like a whole chapter of Gin's sad backstory. It's like a page. Like, I don't even think it was a whole page. It's it's like the typical sad backstory of every One Piece character. So uh, everyone has, ga- like all of Krieg's pirates have gas masks. People are either trying to rip them from Krieg's pirates or jumping overboard to avoid it. Gin gives Luffy and Sanji masks, but he's not following airline protocol for uh, securing his own mask first. Uh, in fact, the first thing he did was he actually threw away his own mask in defiance. So he go, but he, he only goes unconscious because he uh, he's too strong to die. But he's gonna die. Yeah, because he's a badass. Yeah, he's badass. He's too strong to die, but he he will. He will definitely die in an hour uh, if he doesn't get health, help. So the chefs are on it, maybe. Yeah, yeah, the chefs are going to cook him up some medicine. Yeah, so Luffy is, of course, very upset that a cap- any captain would harm his own crew. This, this is an affront to just the very tenets of piracy. Is uh, Obviously, every pirate captain cares for their own crew. I'm sure pirates don't steal either. Anyway, uh, Luffy, heedless of uh, the spikes being shot from Krieg's cannon or of uh, Krieg's very spiky cape that hurts to hit, oh, yeah. uh, Luffy gives him the old gum-gum bullet punch for a knockout. Krieg's sneaky weapons are not as great as Luffy's destiny because it's not his place to lose here. That's that's the, the quote, that uh, his sneaky weapons are, are not as great as his destiny and that's not his place to lose here. But this this is just gonna keep happening. It's like we're gonna knock out Krieg, and he's gonna get up. And then Luffy copy actually copies the overhead like spinning kick that Sanji and Zeph use, but like Gum Gum style, and hits him again. And then the next three chapters are basically repeating this this like same cycle of Luffy hits Krieg and he glass jaws down. Oh wow! How could Krieg be beaten? Oh, I'm not finished yet. And Krieg once again pulls out his deadliest weapon yet. And they and it's very a, scary. A giant spear, right? With I, the giant yeah, shield? Yeah, there's a yeah. there's a spear and shield that like explodes. Uh there's the giant baby rattle from Bahubali. He has like, a flamethrower. <laughs> it's it's just all this. It goes on it literally goes on for three chapters. Oh yeah, no, no. The the Don Creek fight is very long. And very good, not not because like the fight itself is good, but how Luffy fights, because we're, we get to see Luffy fighting 
in a very fun and unique way, surrounded by water on broken platforms. Because remember, if he if he get, touches the ocean, he'll just get dragged down and sink. Like he can't get in the water. Yeah. So Luffy's jumping around and he's using a lot of a lot of his techniques. But this is kind of where my criticisms of One Piece come up is that for the manga, it's a lot of that peanut gallery style fight fighting that yeah. it's normally drawn and the <laughs> fact that it's like three chapters of that it you you can really tell a difference between I'm, I'm just gonna call them the peanut gallery fights because that's what they are it's and other this isn't to say that this is a uniquely one piece problem because the problem that a lot of manga have uh with fights where the peanut gallery spends more and translates really badly to anime uh where the peanut gallery spends more time talking than the people do fighting. So I'm going more so off memory because I haven't read this ch- uh, these chapters in, a, in about a week or two. But I, I remember the Don Krieg fight being more talking between Don Krieg and Luffy. Like they're the ones talking the most during the fight as it's always like uh, all who oppose me will die. You know, uh, so Don Krieg yelling that, that all the their, time. They have they'll have speech bubbles in their panels but like, uh, like when Don Creek pulls out the flame float thrower, um, either either like like Sanji and uh, Patty are like, he's got a whole armory in there. What doesn't he have? Um, yeah, it, it keeps, those are quick little things. Yeah, they're, cute. It, it, they're all like I, I say, peel cooks all like it's all like corners of of the panels are just like cut out, and we get like a, a frame of the peanut gallery and they're talking. But yeah, the the it's used to like almost these like when you're reading it it becomes the transition between the frames and it's like you're it's like you're missing part of the fight and maybe this is where um the advice i've heard both from you you've you've said it in earlier episodes and from other friends as well the advice is read one piece until you get to a fight you want to see and then go oh, yeah, watch, then watch the, the anime, anime. Yes. Yeah. Um, don't watch the Don Krieg fight. <laughs> don't watch the Don Krieg fight. It's not good. The anime, you like, you think like three chapters of the fight is like kind of long. Imagine like what feels like twenty episodes. Uh, yeah. It's um, I, I like, I understand why you kind of stopped watching the anime around like mid Barati arc. I don't blame you. I don't blame anybody who kind of stops One Piece through there. Because the anime of One Piece really doesn't get going until like Arlong Park. And that's like 30 something episodes that feel like way longer because they're not well paced in the 20s. And that was when Mihawk showed up. Yeah, I I don't remember if the Mihawk fight ends. No, you probably didn't watch the Mihawk fight or else you'd probably been like, fuck, I want to see more of this. Well, no, I I don't. (laughs) I don't know if the episode end if there's an episode that ends mid Mihawk fight or if I just got like 15 minutes into an episode right before the fight, the fight started and like it stopped because I think he pulled out like the tiny the tiny dagger um, and got into that point. Yeah, but he hadn't pulled out the sword or anything by the time uh, I dropped it. So that's as far yeah. as I got. And that's that's why we're definitely in. We're a new territory. Um, the one thing I, I want you to start looking for, like looking fights in a in a particular lens or in a second lens as well. Right. Outside of like, oh, fuck, this is a cool fight. But a lot of the fights, um, especially like Don Creek's fight really brings out what 
uh, we'll see more of this and it, and it gets better, right? Like Oda really starts getting better with fights and dialogue and even the peanut gallery stuff. Um, but it's all to show not only like character growth and character ambitions, right? Like the motivations of characters. Um, but like this fight specifically is literally just the the bashing conflict between um, because Luffy and Don Creek more or less have a, the same goal. They want to be the best, right? Like Don Creek wants to rule the world. Uh, Luffy just wants to be king of the pirates. But, they, but they how they both are going about it. Diametrically yes. opposed. Yes. And that that's really the core of this fight. And that's the core of a lot of fights is is um, the belief and dreams of luffy's opponents and how luffy con- conflicts with them not only uh, uh through their physical fight and their difference in like how you know y- you should treat people you shouldn't be like an asshole and try to steal someone's ship uh it's their ship but also just their general uh, uh um i i i, I I can't think of a, the proper phrasing. I want to say ethics and morals, but I, I that's not Their what ethos. feels right. Their ethos. We'll, we'll say ethos and sound fancy. Yes, their ethos. But I, I think what I'm saying is is coming through, even yeah. though if I can't phrase it properly at this time. Yeah, I just think that we could have had it like in uh, like it could have been a bit shorter. Could, <laughs> there could have been like a whole chapter missing, and I will say we, we wouldn't of- have missed much. Like Luffy jumping around, there's there are some good panels where you can kind of get a sense of the space, but there's there's also some some panels where it's really hard to it tell. It feels the space. ethereal. Yeah, it feels ethereal, and while that can be good, the fact is that part of this this whole thing is to show how there is to demonstrate Luffy's use of the environment and his skill at not getting in the water. But when everything's very ethereal and like and like spatially indistinct, it makes it hard to appreciate, which I think maybe the anime would be better for looking at that. But not for this fight, <laughs> but not yes, for, not in this fight. I actually that that what would actually fights. be a complaint is that where previously one of the praises we had was uh, just the amount of detailed texture. It felt at points there was not as much texture as there could have been yeah uh the the texture yeah like the really detailed like shading and texture stuff yeah uh those weren't in any of the fights i think we get to see some of it when um and and we'll start continuing like what happens in the chapter is when like uh because we're about to get up to the point where don krieg uh gets like spun like his uh shield thing breaks right we were about to get to that point yeah so uh luffy gets a final hit on krieg that sends luffy himself overboard um and then Sanji rescues him, uh, and this is when Gin shows back up, reveals that he's that he's that he's better, feeling better, and he's kind of still conflicted about Krieg losing because Krieg is still his captain. And then Krieg gets up one more time, and one Gin more time. sucker punches his stomach and goes, "Hey, thanks for the food. We're gonna go start from the bottom again properly." peace out so yeah maybe we um, see them later maybe not i mean one piece has gone on for so long they've got to have shown up again right probably um, probably uh that's i guess that's spoilers but I, I have no idea if they show up again i i didn't even know these were like characters of i honestly any don't recall <laughs> i honestly don't recall i think gin might show up again at some point i would imagine um, he does because he basically 
shows that he's the know, cool one. He he didn't lose. He didn't lose his fight. He won his fight. He he did he did uh, kick Sanji's ass pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. So Gin promises to see Sanji and Luffy again on the Grand Line. So again, like this is the whole. Sorry, I only just got there in my notes. Um, yeah. So, because uh, new chapter. So I, he he promises to see them again. So that's why I'm like he maybe he will see him again. Uh, Sanji gives uh, Gin a supply boat. And then they pile all of Creek's crew on there. It's just this massive pile of knocked out dudes. <laughs> and it's like, uh, go there to leave. It's the funniest thing. Sanji tells Luffy, finally tells Luffy about his dream of the all blue. And Luffy's supportive. Chef, Chef Z overhears it and is like, oh yeah, you Sanji still has, Sanji really does still have that dream. Maybe he'll be the one to really get it. So Sanji, so he, uh, he and the chefs bully Sanji away in this ceremony of, uh, your soup is so bad, you're fired, now go. Uh, go after your dream. Uh, by the way, is any of that soup still around? Maybe? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Luffy, getting ready to go, uses reverse psychology and says he'll let Sanji join up when he feels like fulfilling his dream. Okay, yeah, sure, I do now. Uh, then Yosaku, then uh, all of a sudden, Yosaku joins uh, uh, shows up. Hey, remember that there was, like, the rest of the crew? Uh, apparently, Usopp and Johnny are still after Nami, uh, but he but he knows where they're he where she's headed. Uh, so Sanji's like, oh, I might as well sail with you on your quest to be king of the pirates. We both have foolish dreams, and I'll chase mine, too. And they, uh, they load the, the ship up uh, as, like, the chefs and everything load the ship for Luffy and them. There's this, like small touching flashback to when Sanji and Zeph like first open Barati and something very interesting is when Sanji and the chefs finally give like their heartfelt goodbyes Sanji does not promise to return I I know like I noticed that there's no promise of return yeah San Sanji that's oh fuck I never realized that Matt like he he does not promise to see them again no, he do he or doesn't. Or that he'll that come back. Like he 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 yells that like he owes them like his life, or or at least the uh, uh, Zeph, right? Like he you know bows and like uh, um, just what's the phrase? Like castrates himself, right? Like prostrate, he's like so prostrate. Castrate is when you cut off your huevos. Uh, <laughs> prostrate himself, that. but um, uh, yeah. Now. But well, one of the things was throughout this arc was um. Sanji thought that by working for Zeph, he was paying back his life debt, but that isn't how you pay someone back for saving for them saving your life. Paying them back is by living your life, and that was kind of Sanji's whole realization throughout this arc, is he needs to go live his life, pursue his dream. Even though it was, it was originally Zeph's dream, it became his dream too, uh, because as a kid he'd heard the stories of it as well, and he combining that with Zeph's passion he he wants to go find the all blue now too so he has to go live his life he can't be tied to Barati anymore because that wasn't the right way to repay Zeph for uh, saving his life ah, fucking good message right yeah so deep so but that that's where we we end is the the goodbyes and them sailing off uh to go chase after Nami so the for what is the uh the next uh well no what give give me more highlights where we've completed our recap we've kind of highlighted very specific things near the end 
yeah. what, what do you have um, for me as well? Uh, th- there's not much to highlight exactly right like we had like the don creek fight it was really cool and stuff uh the one thing i do want to bring up about the don creek fight that he kind of glossed over is whenever you know luffy shatters his like spear shield weapon um in don creek like you know and it f- makes him flail uh you didn't mention that like don creek puts him into a net to like dr- the throw him overboard and luffy with his like you know legs like stretches and twists it and like spins him you know smashing him into the ground as he sinks before sanji like dives in to save him you didn't mention that he was like it, like uh restrained in a you know net mm. to where he couldn't yeah. like you know stretch to to not fall in the ocean like he's been doing right yeah uh but sanji like diving in and saving him like almost killed sanji because <laughs> Lu- luffy uh it, it, because it's not only that like luffy can't swim uh devil fruit users also like literally sink uh, so they're like a lot heavier. So if it wasn't for the fact Sanji has really good legs, uh, he might not have gotten to Luffy in time, let alone bring him back up. So I just wanted to highlight how badass Sanji is and how like Don Krieg literally had to put Luffy in a fucking net and he still fucking got his ass handed to him while Luffy was in a net. <laughs> it's very good. Like I like the Don Krieg fight a bit because it, it highlights the creativity of Luffy with his, you know, stretchy powers. Uh, we get to see like some really good characterization of villains, right? Like Jin is uh, uh, more or less a bad guy, but we get to see like, even though he was called like the demon and like ha- showed no mercy and like just kills everybody he fights. The fact that like Sanji is the only person in his life that showed him kindness. It's so like he can't kill him because he's like Sanji's the only person who showed him kindness. You know, and he's like saying this crying, which fuck man, Oda's art with like crying and just facial features, so fucking good. Like they're they're either hyperly exaggerated, uh, or hyperly exaggerated. Yeah, the Oda mouth. <laughs> the Oda, <laughs> as, as I'm fond, of, as I'm fond of calling it. The Oda mouth, it. but uh, with with um, of course the most famous good. example of it being redacted. Um, redacted <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to fall afoul of the editor again uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Matt um, there's a surprise for this episode for both you and our listeners oh, as I we're not wrapping coming. yeah we're not wrapping this episode up just yet Matt what together we're going through chapter 69 what yeah, no, we're doing this uh, because this this starts the uh, the arc. It gives us context. And I want you uh, to leave this episode in, in the audience as well to get to leave here pretty fucking hyped. Uh, so we're going to pause. Hey, listeners, just jumping in here real quick to explain what is about to happen. We are about to do a dramatic reading of chapter sixty nine. Um, what that means is that me and Matt are going to be playing the, uh, various characters and attempt to, uh, do wonderful voice acting and do a dramatic reading. Uh, it's going to be really fun. We hope you enjoy this like silly thing and this great surprise that I sprung on Matt. He was not expecting to do this. Uh, but shortly after we do the dramatic reading, uh, you'll once again hear the intro you just heard before this explanation as the bridging into us discussing chapter 69. We hope you enjoy this and have a wonderful time. 
our heroes leave Barati in their wake with Sanji, the precious sea cook who has joined Luffy's crew. The weather, <laughs> the weather is fair. That's a weird transition. Scree, scree. I guess I'll do the seagulls too. Scree, scree. How long are you going to keep blubbering? Cheer up. But it was all so moving. Such a beautifully taking rubber cook. Can you even see to steer this tub? I'm I'm not actually (laughs) sure what he's trying to say through that through that blubber talking. But it was also moving, such a beautiful leave-taking, breathtaking rubber cook. Yeah, yeah, I think it's supposed to be like a beautiful, breathtaking brother cook. Brother Because he calls him brother. Yeah, he calls people brother. Ah. Uh, so it's can you even see brother steer this cook. Tub? Can you even see a steer this tub? Uh, I can't. <clears throat> uh, I can't wait to get Nami back and head for the Grand Line. Look. Even if you get Nami back, there are still only five of us. You really plan to take on the Grand Line with such a small crew? The sea doesn't give many second chances. I'll gather more crew when we get to the Grand Line. After all, it's paradise! Paradise? It's the pirate's graveyard! (laughs) That's not what Chef Zeph told me. (laughs) He He said for some people, the Grand Line is paradise. Luffy looks, uh, seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah, page break. <laughs> page break. The crap geezer said that? Well, if Nami was with me, I wouldn't care if there were only the two of us. You're taking this too lightly, brothers. You don't know what the Grand Line is like. Even Brother Zolo would be intimidated if he knew the truth. Sister Nami is on a collision course with one scary guy. You mark my words. Time to eat! Yeah! Wait! You need to understand what we're sailing into! There's a reason the Grand Line is called the Pirate's Graveyard. It's because of the three great powers that rule those waters. One of those powers is... The Seven Warlords of the Sea. The who? The seven government-recognized pirate leaders. What? Why would the government recognize pirates? Question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Better make sure you pronounce that. Hey, we're getting some backstory here. Yeah, we're getting some cool shit, man. So hype. The seven warlords. I don't know why this guy's got like a a Barney kind of voice. The seven warlords of the sea inhabit wild regions. Yay! (laughs) And unlicensed pirates (laughs) are easy targets for their marauding. The government allows the seven warlords to raid the seas in return for a cut of their haul. Ellipses. Ellipses. Other pirates call them government dogs, but they're tough. Remember Hawkeye Mihawk who defeated Brother Zolo? He's one of the seven. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Wow, there's, there are six more like him? The seven warlords must be impressive. Ellipses, but with a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> the problem is one of the seven. Jimbe, the leader of the Fishman Pirates. Fishman Pirates? Never heard of them. Fishman, huh? Fishman Island in the Grand Line is famous, isn't it? I've heard there are beautiful mermaids there. In exchange for becoming one of the seven warlords, Jimbe released 
a holy terror into the east blue. Like this? Uh, for, for listeners, he's strolling like a fish with legs. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like golf club legs, four it's, of them. Like, it's it's an abomination. It's it's like Oda's signature, basically. It's so good. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you've seen the fish. fish. Can't you two stay serious for a minute? Fine, we'll skip the history lesson. Right now, we're headed for Arlong Park. Arlong's a fish man. He used to be Jimbei's equal. This is his territory. He makes Don Krieg look like a pussycat. But you turned back halfway, right? How do you know that's where Nami went? She could have gone somewhere else in that direction. Johnny and I got a hunch. Given her course and recalling a certain incident... Oh, okay. oh cool. I've been, I've been Dibs talking. on Nami. You have to be Nami. I'm Nami. Yeah, yeah, I'm Nami. I was like... I'm... What's this, Johnny? Wanted posters, pirate, uh, and bounties. I, uh, I fully expected you to do that, like, like, gravelly voice for him. Of course. I'm Batman. I only know two voices, Southern and this. <laughs> You're Batman. Nami crushes the pages, and Yosaku is out cold in this flashback. So some, but somehow he remembers it. That's actually very interesting. Nah, he's, he's awake. His eyes are open a- in that panel. He's waking up in that panel. Why yeah. do you keep staring at that bounty list? What? Uh, no reason. Those are all big pirate bounties, but you'd better give that one a wide berth. Actually, I think that's Johnny who says that, not Yusaku. You better give that one a wide berth. But, uh, <laughs> Look at Yusaku's face! I don't think I've yeah, seen... Yeah, 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 the Oda face, though. No, that's, that's not the first face. time. That's, that's the first time I've seen anyone with that face. Yeah, yeah, no, this is the this is the face. Like, when people are probably hearing you say, like, the the Oda face, right? Like, the big, like, uh, like the, the white. Like, th- this is probably the face people are thinking of. Because you'll see this, and it only gets better the more often it shows up. It's just so good. Yeah, when I'm, when I'm talking about the Oda face, I'm talking about, like, the big, like, full big, circle, like, uh, full circle gaff. mouth, yeah. When we yeah, get yeah. to that pa- when we get to that panel, I'll be, I'll be like, "That's the Oda face." Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was Arlong's poster. Sister Nami was eyeballing, and right after we mentioned that Arlong's crew had been plundering a lot lately, Sister Nami took the treasure and left us. It was no coincidence, I say. There's some connection there. How about this one? That's just a standing version of your last fish. I will, I will give it this. The, the, the fin legs are much better on that picture. <laughs> I mean, he took time while, like, you know, you say it was yapping. <laughs> but, what, eh, but what business could Nami, Nami have with that fish man? Maybe she's really a mermaid. <laughs> she's pretty enough. Huh? <laughs> so Luffy has, has drawn hair onto his fish man picture and written nami above it i'll murder ya that sanji, so is, good. sanji is not happy with the picture haven't you heard a word i've said sure there's some mean fish man right got it no you don't got it his strength is unimaginable well we'll find out when we get there yeah don't worry osaku what a waste of breath okay let's eat what would you like? Meat on a bone! Stir-fried bean sprouts for me. Got it. Leave it to me. It's sure nice to have a cook! I'd rather be cooking for Nami than you swabs. Ooh, 
Oh, bean sprouts! A big helping! Scree! Scree! <laughs> nice, little, nice little small uh, finishing out the page with a panel so, of overhead birds. So this is the point where we get the... Oh, I'm so, I'm so hyped. Do you see the next page, Matt? I, I do. I see pages, yes. We, okay. we, see, we see an island off in the distance. We do. The northwestern sector of the East Blue. Flap, flap, we flap, see Arlong's flag. Flap, flap, flap. Well, I don't know that's Arlong's flag. I'll, I'll, play, I'll play this. <gasps> You're going to play this mousy, dude. I'm going to play Arlong. Oh, well, thanks for telling me that Arlong shows up. I didn't know Shut that. Up. Anyway, oh, yeah, now you, you will. <laughs> there's a flag that is uh, uh, crossed bones with a swordfish superimposed on it. And it's flap, flap, flapping. And then, flap, someone's throwing money on a table. Here you go. This month's cut. Take it. <laughs> you certainly understand how the world works. Many thanks. Captain Nesmi of Navy Base 16. He has a marine hat. He has whiskers, a little, like, soul patch. and He's very mousy. Very mousy. It's a rat. And what can kind of be seen as mouse ears, and yes, it will give it a name like Nezumi. <laughs> Don't be so formal. I can't do Orlong's voice, but I'll try my damn this. Money makes the world go round. Sawtooth Arlong, captain of the Arlong Pirates. We see Arlong sitting in a beach chair in his beach clothes. He has shorts, like a Hawaiian t-shirt. He has like his two goons behind him. One is eating an apple like an asshole, so you know they're villains. Yeah, the other one's just got doing like a duck face. No, 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 that's just their normal face. They're, they're all fishmen. Those are fish people. Nah. Those are fish lips. Yes. Yeah, those are fish lips. Okay, doing a fish lip <laughs> face. Anyway, his uh his Money nose is, good. Is, is is a swordfish style uh beak as well. Yeah. It's very sawtoothy. One might say. Um Money is good. It's the only thing a man can really believe in. To be sure. Har har har. You know, I don't much like ma human males, but you're not bad. You and I speak the same language. Well, that concludes our business. I must be going. It looks bad for a patrol ship to anchor here overnight. Always in such a hurry. Drink with me. Let's live a little. Anybody, anybody squeals on you, I'll gut him. No, really, I must excuse myself. Hey, the captain's leaving. Tow him to his ship. Oh, oh, <gasps> sorry. No, that's. Oh, oh, I thought oh. that was a random guard in the background. That's actually Arlong. Oh, yeah, please, yeah that is me. Please oh, take it away. Give us can that I, great can, line. Hold on, hold on. Can, can, I, can I play Hachime? There's another character that will yeah, be introduced. I, I can I play him. Hachime? Yes, you can play him. <laughs> so, oh, God, I fucking love all the fishmen. <clears throat> hey, the captain's leaving. Tow him to his ship. Sploosh, sploosh. Aye, aye, Captain. Get in the octopus putt. I'll take you. Uh, says Hachan Hachi, Arlong's first mate. He's an octopus man. He has six arms, but only two legs. But eight limbs total. He also on his forehead has the same tattoo that Arlong has on his chest. Yes, he, he, has, it for, he has a forehead tattoo. He's also got, yeah, he's got a forehead tattoo, and he's got one of those, like, frizzed-out hairstyles that's, like, very, like, Nickelodeon. It, it, lo it looks like Rick's hair. 
It's kind of like an extreme version of like uh, uh, Rick Sanchez's hair from Rick and Morty. Yeah, or for an older reference, like uh, like those like uh, classy Koopo like Nickelodeon shows. Oh yeah, that, that, that <laughs> yeah. was my first stop. But sure, we'll go with Rick and Morty. Yes, of course. Thank you. You got an interesting face, Mausumi. Your name sure fits you. <laughs> it really tickles me. <laughs> Hold your tongue, Hachi. Captain Nezumi is a valued customer. Oh yeah, sorry. Anyhow, get in. No, I'm done. <laughs> the, uh, those uh, that's fish you. men sure are a creepy lot, but they have their virtues. For, for random marine. Arlong Park, East Gate. Out of my way, you! I'm gonna get Arlong! He murdered my father! Move, or I'll get you too! Nami just ellipses them. Yeah, ellipses, but Nami, yeah. I mean it! So, so, you're, you're saying, like, I mean it! Like, this kid is in, like, distress. Like, he is, he he is, is crying. He's got he, the snot. He's ugly crying. Ugly cry, and he's also got a knife that's, like, He big. also has, yeah, he has, like, a fucking, like, short sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and now he just ellipses, looks fucking, like, dark, and then just fucking whacks him. She, she's got, mm. just got that, like, pathetic. Wah! Because the kid is, like, literally on his back. Like, he is, like, in a, in a heap. His heels over, heels are over his head. The sword has gone, like, the little short sword has gone flying. Yeah. Nami's, like, still whacking him. It's like, Arlong doesn't have time to bother with a snot-nosed kid. Now go home. Here's some money. Spend it wisely. Buy a ticket home. You witch! Uh, Nami's walking into Arlong Park. It's like, oh, you're back. Long trip. Oh, God, I'm just talking to myself now. And it's, yeah, well, you took all the characters. <sighs> I Na- you, you want to take over Nami? I'll take over Nami. The mansion's unguarded, as usual. <laughs> I love your <laughs> Who Nami. Who dare to attack me? How was your harvest? I'll do, uh, yeah, you, you fight. No, no. <laughs> but I feel a strange emptiness in my heart. I don't know why Nami became southern, a southern belle, but she is you th- now. You think so? Yeah, she also is wearing this. Excellent. Uh, like, lep- found this like. That I feel straight. <laughs> Hold on, can I? I think I could do this in an accent. I could. You, you play Arlong. I'll, I'll play Nami because okay. I want to do southern. Because like, excellent. I bet I feel. Be- uh, but I feel a strange emptiness in my heart. Ha 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 ha! Been reading poetry? Betrayal is your specialty! You think so? Comrades, one of our own has returned! Prepare a feast! Tuna tonight! Fwap, 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 fwap. And we get the reveal of what's on Nami's shoulder. Officer Nami, Arlong's pirate crew. On Nami's shoulder is Arlong's uh, pirate symbol the, nami the, the swordfish yeah the swordfish nami is part of arlong's crew next panels we see arlong park kind of zoomed out Whoosh. that's uh, okay. the play oh oh uh yeah, oh, yeah this you, is were, new... you were pl- you were playing johnny you had a voice for him oh am i oh i'm, I'm johnny okay you, you were johnny uh, i'll be Usopp who... though 
okay uh, i guess i'll be zolo <laughs> i hate saying zolo so much <laughs> the, the, that's the place you, sort of give, ellipses yeah so i was really hoping you'd give me those ellipses oh I, he wants to say ellipses <laughs> Nami's in and that's so, yeah, the end <laughs> they the zolo uh johnny and usopp are, are coming up on arlong park yes they are coming on arlong park they see it it's in line write, of sight i didn't write any notes but just I, in my notes, there will just be this placeholder of chapter 69, with the only note being chapter 69. Hey listeners, we hope you enjoyed that dramatic reading. We will now be jumping back in uh, to the episode where we will be doing our normal recap of specifically just chapter 69. man boom quick like a snap it's like you we weren't even gone for 30 minutes was that how long that took man we were slow yeah all right well then again we're doing we're doing doing voices we're having fun okay okay so so matt matt tell us what happened in chapter 69 uh we the chapter was split into basically two halves the first half is Yusaku giving a bunch of world building. Uh, this world building uh, told us that there were uh, seven pirate warlords who ruled the Grand Line, uh, one of them being Mihawk. They basically are sanctioned by the government uh, as almost like privateers, allowed to prey on other pirates, um, giving a, per- a portion of their haul, um, and they're the strongest on the Grand Line. The government has this arrangement because it'd be just way too much of a problem to actually try and take them down. So instead, they've they've let these warlords kind of self-police the waters themselves as rulers, as, you know, warlords. Yeah. Uh, and importantly, one of these warlords is Jimbei the Fishman, who uh, kicked out this other fishman uh, into the East Blue, whose name is Arlong. And that's when we flip over to uh, the other side, which is showing Arlong uh, with his island over in the East Blue, Arlong Park. And he's being all shady. He's got, like, these bribes going to these Marine officers. And, you know, he's just kind of living it up in this mansion. Uh, And we see then Nami show up, uh, walk in. It's like, yeah, she's... And they're and everyone's like, "Yay, Nami's back!" And we see uh, cut to Nami is actually wearing a uh, a spaghetti strap instead of an actual like shirt like she normally does. And it cuts to it shows her back, and on her back arm is the same crest that is on Arlong's flag. And she is introduced as Officer Nami of Arlong's pirate crew. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Except that Nami's backstory is she hates pirates, and so we'll... Is this like a deep cover thing? We'll find out. Oh, man. You're gonna cry. Will I? And then, uh, how does the chapter end, though, Matt? The chapter ends with uh, Zolo, Johnny, and Usopp uh, coming up uh, on the island. Yeah, coming up on Arlong Park. Yep. Um, so I want to highlight a few things. One... Remember Jimbei. Just keep keep that name in mind. Just keep Jimbei in mind. He's a mystery tool we'll use later. Yeah, he's a mystery tool we'll use later. 
Um, the other thing is Arlong Park is not the name of the island. Arlong Park is the name of that that complex that we've seen. The island is much bigger, as we will see soon, um, because we get to see like how kind of big the island is from afar. And we don't even get to see like the edges of it. Right. We just see like a long coastline from a good distance away at the kind of the the, the break point of the chapter where it goes from, you know, Luffy and them to uh, Arlong and them. Yeah, there's kind of this like cove with a gate on it and the mansion and emblazoned on the mansion is Arlong Park. But yeah, Matt, are you hyped for this arc yes. now? Like, do you understand? This will be very interesting. Yeah, we ha- we have so many things, right? Uh, we get to learn about the warlords, right? We get a little bit of extra world building, right? Like stuff that we get the pocket for later. Yeah, so I'd, I'd heard about the warlords uh, in passing before as like the big things. I didn't realize that they would be introduced this early or I, that I we would meet think, one. I didn't think they, yeah, like I didn't think me, I didn't know Mihawk or Jimbei were warlords. I thought there were only four warlords, but I guess I'm. So, so there's, 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 that's something different. The four thing. That's a different thing. I won't say it. Though the, the Y word is something different. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, so there are seven warlords and then there's four other things. <laughs> on top of the warlords. Yes, on top of the warlords. Okay, they, th- those aren't a subset of the warlords. No, no, no. Okay, that we'll we'll figure that out later then. But okay, that that internally that, makes that's where a little you bit get the more sense from. for me for connecting some of my disparate dots in my head. But we'll just we'll just go along the journey then. Yeah, just ride the journey. Um, but what are your uh, so since. since what are your general thoughts? So let, let's do the prior arc. How, how, what are your general thoughts about Barati as oh, a did, whole? Did we not just cover that? Okay. Um, we, we never covered like actually talk about like your feelings about Barati as a whole. Right. We, we did the highlights and stuff, but then we quickly skipped to this. So I just want to recap a little bit about Barati and then let's talk about this Arlong Park chapter 69. Nice. All right, so we'll, we'll cut this and put this back before the or or we'll do whatever. No, uh, yeah, no, yeah. no, we won't. Okay. No, <laughs> we won't. no, because I'm asking you this now, right? Like oh, it's more so because this. this will be the same episode, right? Yeah. Uh, so I just okay. want to, you know, recap. It's to recap people. Yeah, right. So so Barati uh, in general, I feel like it much as we split it into three episodes, it really was three distinct stories. It's the story of meeting Sanji it's the story of Mihawk and Zolo, and it's the story of uh, Krieg and Gin versus Sanji's Luffy. Those are very like three very distinct sub pieces of the arc. So it kind of worked that we were able to put those together, uh, put those as separate episodes. So to me, Barati really is like three distinct pieces, and they 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 do work, and they, while they do lead into each other especially the the beginning and the end uh, with Sanji's initial refusal and then Sanji's growth over time. You know, like we like we mentioned earlier, Sanji Sanji's character growth within the Barati arc, getting him ready to leave. Like it makes sense that it takes like basically eight, you know, that it takes nearly 20 chapters for Sanji to be ready to leave Barati. It takes that much growth after interacting with Luffy for him to be ready to be. Uh, a member of the straw hats yeah now for for what i'm more excited about what do you think about chapter 69 nice Nice. yeah i i I like that we got the world building i like that we got the um the interactions with arlong we're we're seeing 
the mis it it was nice at building the mystique of this this new group of villains. We got we've got na we got other named characters as well, Nazumi and and Hachi. Uh, we saw other notable looking characters in the background. We got you know we we know Arlong's a murderer because we had the whole kid going Arlong killed my daddy and then Nami just beats him. Uh, but she also gives him some money, which is also very not Nami-ish because Nami usually is always hoarding money. So for her to give money to this kid is also uh, out of character. So no, it, yeah. it's, Nami, it's Nami acting very not Nami, almost like if you if you told someone that that was a new character, they, they'd believe it because it, it's Nami acting decidedly anti-Nami. We'll see. Is that all an act? Is that somehow part of her true self? But like we've seen her in, in private moments and private thoughts, where we've we've seen one side of Nami. So I'm more inclined to believe that there's there's a lot more going on. That there's the while she is probably actually part of the crew, it's it's all due to other circumstances. Whatever whatever happened in sad Nami backstory. Um, we'll we'll tie into it. Yes, I'm, I'm so excited for you to get to to whew, everything that this arc has. Very so this, is, this is supposed to be the the best arc in anything ever. Yeah, so, uh, in, in my humble opinion, in my humble opinion, in this yours is the best and like arc. Five other people I talked to about the fact it, that it's, we're doing this. It's really the best. It, it really is like what makes One Piece really good. Uh, you've been told this uh, by like me and Sam and probably others that like if you don't like Arlong Park, you are not going to like One Piece. Uh, yeah, the the general advice I get is um, Arlong Park is is One Piece. If you if you don't like it, you won't like One Piece. If you do like it, though, you will like the rest of One Piece. And it's like you will you will become obsessed. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're, we're well, we're 70 chapters in, so it's very weird for this to be the make or break point. Um, like one of my common, one of my common criticisms of, uh, I know I'm going to get like completely mm -hmm. blasted for this is, I mean, I'll get blasted. You're not on social media. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't forget to at Xander uh, for, yeah. for what I'm about to say is uh breaking bad. I stopped watching because I realized I was three and a half uh, seasons in waiting for it to grab me and like, just trying to like do due diligence on it. And this was before season five aired. Uh, season four had like just had, was like airing or just finished and I was trying to catch up on it. And it was like, I I'm waiting for it to get good. So it's, I'm always very wary of anything so, where the get getting good part is, is this far in. Yeah. Well, so one, I have the same feelings about breaking bad as you, I did finish breaking bad, but like even throughout the whole thing, I'm just like, is this good? Am I enjoying this show? <laughs> The point's not Pretty to rag on Breaking Bad, though. The, the point is yeah, that no, it's, no. Like, it's very... Breaking Bad's when, good show. When the, when I liked the point it, when something gets good know if I enjoyed is it. most of the way through the first season or so, that, that's yeah. just a warning sign for me that I've, that I've started to take. Which, which uh, that's not the impression I wanted to give with Arlong Park, right? Arlong Park is more, like the early bits of One Piece, right? Like I liked One Piece from chapter one because chapter one fucking is a really good fucking start of a story. It is very good, very solid. And then the rest of it's like, oh yeah, this is good. This is good. You could see like how Oda is like kind of working with things, you know, not knowing if his 
series will stay right because you know shonen jump you don't know when you're going to get like the axe especially early on right but like arlong park is where like he, he you can really see like the things he wanted he was playing with earlier on especially like with um the usop arc uh, uh orange town and then like the stuff that we kind of touched on in variety you know the little darker stuff the sad backstory right uh it was kind of sadder and darker than either luffy's or usap's and arlong park is where uh it, it clearly is like oda's like you know what i'm gonna kind of just do my thing and see how it works i'm just gonna play around and he does it very good right the little things we've been seeing that i'm like oh this is really good this is good uh and you've mentioned that you're like oh i kind of like how this is this is the arc where all of that like really like good stuff that are like bits and pieces and like the arcs like everything about this arc like those bits and pieces are the majority of the arc all right. right like a lot of this stuff is like fuck this is good this is good boom 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 grab 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 like uh, would you say that this chapter 69 like brought like if this was the first chapter you read of one piece would this like chapter bring you in would you be kind of like questioning like what's happening i want to continue does it interest you does it so not not the not as the first chapter partially because half of it is world build it is a yeah, yeah. Is, is a complete <laughs> world building world but it's also <laughs> it the the fact that when it shows it, the the whole reveal with Nami is is interesting and grabbing because you have this idea of who Nami is and this has just done a complete 180 so it's yeah. okay so what's going on and it's it's not it's it's not this like feeling of betrayal or anything it's this feeling of just you we we from everything we've been shown about we've been shown about Nami she is smart enough to work on multiple levels so what level is she working on here is this really her true her true mind or is there something more so this it, it sets up this it sets up bo- uh, both a mystery box as well as this this big villain that you just you just want to see how he gets his comeuppance and you've you've already been told he's pretty strong and he clearly has this this massive complex you know as much as Krieg had a bunch of things, but he'd been destroyed by the Grand Line. Here's someone who got kicked out of the Grand Line and is doing fine because he got he got banished by someone who is big in the Grand Line and didn't want him around. And he was and he's able to just like kind of almost walk away like this. So we've gotten. Yeah. I think it, I think it takes. I think it takes having seen Nami in Orange Town with Buggy, and having seen uh everything with Krieg in Barati, I think those those together do were kind of required to make the intro to Arlong Park as interesting as it is. And I yes. know interesting so, is a is a terrible word to say in any kind of it's like good. it's intriguing podcast. Yeah. Intriguing yeah. or it, it, capturing. It it, it yeah. that's what it that's what captures you. you. It's just like okay. It keeps you apart it keeps you wanting to read more. Um and Matt, the the thing you said about how like the prior arcs really helped to build this up, that is all of One Piece, <laughs> w- yeah. which is why. I, Notice I also didn't say Syrup Village. Oh man, yeah. is Syrup yeah. Village a slog? I I I don't think I got really like into One Piece uh, until Barati. Ironic that that tends to be where around where I drop <laughs> it when I wa- when I try to get into it. Is it? Yeah, Syrup it Village is with until, the dog, right? Syrup Village is Usopp. Oh, I thought 
I thought that was Fu- Fuchsia. No, no, Fuchsia is, is uh, Luffy's home island. I always get the islands or- mixed Orange up. Town was was buggy, and then yeah, Fuchsia- Orange Town was buggy. Yeah. Syrup Village was Usopp, or maybe yeah. I'm, I've go, I've got them, I've got them. Mixed, Syrup Village is Usopp. Gonna, just at Xander, just at Xander, at, at Xander, um, at Xander for how bad of a One Piece fan I am for not remembering this stuff offhand. Yeah, you know, I'm, like I'm I've read, I've read this manga several times to completion, or not completion, it's still ongoing, but to Wayno multiple times, and yet I I can't remember half of anything's name. <laughs> I'm really bad at it. Um. But yeah, but like uh, we're getting into the meat and potatoes of One Piece, Matt. We're getting into like what what really is fun about One Piece. And it's the the sad that you will have. Uh, but not 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 this time, though. Not these chapters that I'm going to assign you. Like make sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, give, like, give like subscribe, read us five stars. Yeah, or, or yeah. give us a thumbs up, whatever. But Matt, your assignment and listeners, your assignment, if you are reading along with us, is chapter 70 to 73. We're taking we're going to start off slow. Um now are you going to pull a fast a lot of, foot on me cuz la- cuz earlier you told me you were going to give me chapter 69 to 73 and now that's not happening. No. Uh, you are still reading up to 73 though. Okay. Um so go read it. Let's let's set sail and go to Arlong Park. Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you'd like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. To check out more of Birdie's amazing music, be sure to follow them on Twitter at HeyIt'sBirdie and check out their works on Spotify. I'm a big fan of the album VIMP. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas.